an undisclosed location high in the Hollywood Hills. It's time once again for the long shot. Tonight, Ayahuasca, San Pedro, Epileptic Mimes, and very special guest, Dave Holmes. And now, please welcome the host of the long shot, Sean Conroy. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Welcome to The Long Shot. It is a podcast. I am your host. My name is Sean Conroy. With me on the show today, the very, very human Jamie Flam is here. Good to be here. That's a true statement. The very the very slender, wasting away to nothing, basically twiggy at this point, Amber Kenny is here. <laughs> you look ridiculous. And I've never even said Riddick, and I have regrets <laughs> about saying Riddick. Let's talk about it. I don't want to. Go ahead. Talk I, about it. I really it. don't. I, my boss was talking about how thin I looked, mm-hmm. and I said that I was going to call HR if he didn't stop talking about my body. Like harassment? <laughs> he, he laughed really hard at that, because that uh-huh. clearly wasn't what he was doing. Right. But I was just like, it's, I, don't know, I don't know how to explain it. Um, I was having this conversation recently. Um, I guess I'm just like, damned to be unhappy <laughs> you are Shut damned up. to no, be no, no, unhappy but like um before i lost any weight it was like oh i wish i could lose weight yeah but then now that i have i'm like i don't want to talk about i don't know it makes me <laughs> uncomfortable to talk about wait so no matter what you find something negative about it that's an unfamiliar I feeling know. for me i know i could i can't relate to that how's your stupid tv show <laughs> <laughs> going um all right <laughs> Stupid All was right. the word. word. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. How is my stupid TV show, by the way, Jamie? It's do you, only four episodes have aired, so do you have a real full picture of what the Here's show what is like? I'm waiting to do. I'm going to wait till there's five episodes out, and then I'm going to. So binge you have not watch. watched it, correct? I'm a binge watcher. It's been on for four weeks, and you haven't watched the well, fucking show I've been talking about for a year. Oh, you mean you can't get into the episodes that are up on YouTube? I have complete well, access to those. <laughs> Uh, I'm just as guilty. Okay. Well, that makes me feel good. That makes me feel good. We're bad friends. If I had a show on TV, would you watch? That's that's such a hypothetical because I know that will never, ever happen. Hey. I cannot so. wait to replay this episode one year from now when I have a show on network television or cable. If that happens. Or, cable. <laughs> or at least a very well-produced digital series. If that happens, I will eat my food. That's uh, All right. Great. Let's uh, Let's start today with... Jane, no, no, no. Let's start with Amber. Okay. Let's start with Amber. Amber, what's going on? <laughs> um, so on because Jamie's is too deep to start with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Go gonna ahead. be good. Yeah, juicy. I um, I saw Swan Lake, the Australian ballets, the Swan Lake. At oh, the Australian ballet, Swan Lake. Yes. Well, it, the Australian ballet came. Oh. And they performed Swan Lake. At the Dorothy Chandler Pavilion. It's not a like. This is a like. (laughs) It's funny because um, I really wanted to see it. And my boss is on the board of... Directors? Of everything. Uh And so I was like, hey, I never utilized this resource. Do you think I could possibly get tickets? Because I could technically buy tickets, but... Not technically. You could buy tickets. It's not a technicality. Right, right, right. I could definitely... How much are tickets? Probably a lot. I don't know. Seven dollars. <laughs> that would be a steal. Cheaper than a the Australian <laughs> ballet is like the UCB. They've right. worked very hard to keep their ticket prices down. 
Wow, I don't know how they cover airfare and stuff, but um, snacks. It's those snacks, <laughs> the concessions. That's how the uh, that's how they do it. So what happened, that's how Amber? They get you. So uh, my boss was like, "Yeah, I think I could work something out." Um, he's like, this Wednesday is the dress rehearsal. I could get you and a friend in. And I think even in his head, he thought that was like the less prestigious thing. He was planning to go to the opening night, the big thing. And then, um, so I just emailed the lady. He already put me on the list. I emailed the lady, just what are the specifics? What time do I need to get there? All that stuff. And she, she sent back. Is there a lot of other stuff besides what time you need to get there? What do I need to wear? Should I bring food? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what is Sweater? everybody's names? How do I know who's who? What's the temperature? Excellent points yeah. around. Um, she sent back um, a flyer saying that it was actually a special dress rehearsal and um, gathering for the top, top, top donors of the um, center dance arts. So there was a wine reception, a tour backstage, and it was the dress rehearsal for a very limited amount of people. So when my boss saw this, he was like, wait, what? So he's like, he called her. He's like, I'm coming too. <laughs> um, and so not only did I get to see it for free, I went into this founder's room at the Dorothy Chandler Pavilion that like only the richest of riches ever even get to go in. Oh, also, by it's the nice. way. It's nice. I've been there. Have you? No. Uh, it was <laughs> so like, we do not belong. Like yeah. it was incredibly That's wealthy, always a good old people. And yeah. it was like, <clears throat> it's nice. We belong here yeah. for some reason. Um, oh, you're from the Long Shot <laughs> podcast. Is that correct? Well, um, Five years strong. It gets so much nuttier. So, like, we're drinking the free wine and appetizers and just, like, what is my life? And um, a woman comes up to my boss, and they're just chatting. And he's like, oh, meet Amber. He's very good about not saying um, this is my assistant. He just says, this is Amber. We work together, which I thought was very, very sweet of him. Yeah. And um, he was like, she's actually a dancer as well. And started <laughs> started telling her about long um, Liquid Feet, uh-huh. my comedy dance team. And um, she was like, oh, that's so interesting. I love the idea of comedy and dance combining because dancers tend to take themselves too seriously. Yada, yada, yada. And I'm just talking away blah 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 i don't know who this woman is but she's lovely and turns out it's twyla tharp it was twyla probably tharp. the most important person <laughs> in the la dance world. she books the entire center dance arts she's a booker she and jamie have a lot in common <laughs> i would love to talk to her about some of her techniques well, in dealing with comics. do they have any open dances we can go to <laughs> i want to i want to i want to get into dance i would like to too sean or a bringer dance um they so then we got a backstage <laughs> tour, got to walk on the stage at the Dorothy Chandler Pavilion, got to see the set, and it was incredible. It just what uh, the whole thing was just was mind like an outback theme. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> that is the funniest restaurant to me, Outback Steakhouse, because was it was like it was a thing that started in the late '80s because there was this craze about Australia, and it's mm-hmm. like. Who cares? You know, they have boomerangs on the wall for no reason. Uh, (laughs) I'm a fan. (laughs) Anyway, go on. So we have that tour. We go back to the founder's room and we're drinking more wine. And there's a QA and a with the artistic director of the Australian Ballet. And this woman that I had met and told about my comedy dance team. And I find out how important she is. And I keep just slapping my forehead and slapping my boss. Like, I talked. If I knew who she was, I wouldn't have... 
But so it's good that I didn't know who she was. Right. I'm sure she was very charmed by you. Well, she even was like, let me know when there's a performance. (laughs) (laughs) You absolutely should. You should definitely do that. Come on down to the Virgil. (laughs) You've been booked for two nights at the Dorothy Chandler Pavilion. (laughs) Congratulations, Liquid Feet. Oh, man. Anyway, so that was all amazing as it Mm -hmm. is. And then the dress rehearsal starts. And I must say that... Swan, I keep almost calling it Black Swan, which I'm just, that's happening in my head and it's upsetting me. But um, Swan Lake, it was maybe the best performance of anything I have ever seen. Maybe. It was incredible. The dancing was ridiculous. The choreography was genius. But because it was a dress rehearsal and it was the Australian ballet, every once in a while it would be like, stop, put another shrimp on the barbie. The curtain didn't come down. Like it was all, like, you're Wait, like, oh yeah, we're in a dress rehearsal. Put another shrimp on the barbie. <laughs> well, I was just trying to emphasize the whole <laughs> outback theme. But um, is that so a normal thing to go see a dress rehearsal for something no, that big? No, it is it not. It seems like they wouldn't want their biggest donors to see that. Well, um, but they, it was a way for them to treat those people right. and specially. They made, they made like, it okay. a very big, like, this is a dress rehearsal. It might not be. Oh. And all of those people. Well, I just want to let you all know that this is a dress rehearsal. It's <laughs> not anything like what we're going to do on stage <laughs> when there's an audience here. But thank you for your but money. They, they, they made a lot of disclosures. And, I'm Rupert Murdoch. And all, all of those people <laughs> probably already had pretty good tickets for the actual run. Um, but there were like pretty dumb questions. I forget that rich people are just rich. It doesn't mean they know anything. Mm-hmm. Like, well, they know how to make money. Like this woman was just like, so what is a dress rehearsal? And I was like, really? really? <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> um, oh, okay. And then um, he like they went into this long thing about who came with them and who didn't because they brought their whole set. They brought their own floor because it has a special, it has a slight spring to it for their jumps. And they brought their crew, but they hired some crew. Like they, he went into detail of who they brought and they didn't bring. And he, and then he was like, "We're using a local orchestra. The orchestras had like five rehearsals, so this will be the first time the orchestra is working with the actual dancers." And so this woman's like, "So did you fly in the orchestra?" I was like, Ooh, "He already said <laughs> that." You don't listen to each other. It was like upsetting. But, Welcome, um, by the way, to any meeting anywhere ever oh, of I adults. Know. I know. Like, I'm aware. People are fucking stupid. Yep. Kids too. <laughs> well, I say some yeah, pretty kids, darn it's things. excusable. It's not. Uh, <laughs> it's not the same. Well, it's I. It, it gets my goat when it's someone who's saying it so pompously, mm-hmm. like, and it's like you're. Well, wrong. what she's doing is she's saying like. I like the sound of my voice. Right. <laughs> That's exactly it. It's like, I'm an important person, uh-huh. so why should I not share with everyone how important I am? Right. Uh, all right. Well, before we go any further, I feel like I need to do something unusual, which is... Share something about your life? No, no. Uh-huh. Um, but our guest is sitting at the table with us, <laughs> and I feel uncomfortable that we haven't introduced him yet. We don't usually do that till the second segment, but... Ladies and gentlemen, with us today on the show, Mr. Dave Holmes. Hi. Hey, hey, welcome. I've been dying to talk. I hate not talking. You should have just talked. I yeah. I know, but like, I don't You're know. You're very polite. Thanks, man. And I've been dying to ask for an omelet or two. Yeah, please. He's almost crazy. Insulted, Watch out for to him. perfection. It's always fun for Jorge when Jamie chews into the microphone. Yeah, everybody loves. And in fact, I think it's good for the listener, too. They like a, they like a that good, good almond. A good mouthful. Where do you get those almonds? Uh, I get these at the farmer's market in uh, Studio City yeah. on Sundays. Um, do I make a, uh, a delicious almond soup? 
Yes, what? I do. Didn't yes, even I do. know there was I such know. a thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Savory? Savory? Almond soup. Although I guess you could yeah. make soup out of anything, right. basically. Sure. Yeah. Well, you just kind of use ground uh, almonds as the flour that kind of thickens it up. That makes sense. And then what sense. else goes in it? Um, you do uh, like roast uh, garlic, roast like a bunch of heads I feel of garlic. Like mushrooms? Um, I have not tried that because I've been doing it chilled because mm. it's been hot. But now I think I'm going to start making the hot version. Like a like a vichyssoise. Like a vichyssoise, mm-hmm. like a gazpacho. Okay, easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to show off that I know foods. Uh-huh. Nice. Uh, um, now, a couple things, Dave. First yes. of all, I I can't help but notice that you're wearing some elaborate wrist. Jewelry. What's yeah. going so on? So are with you, that? sir? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. That's why <laughs> yeah, we're, we're talking to each other as I'm a lot of relate to him. People. Like I'm trying to find out how um, how I this came you. about. You know, <laughs> are those friendships? Am I am I a weirdo? Like yeah. what's going? <laughs> um, no. Okay. Uh, I went to an ayahuasca ceremony. Oh, uh, yeah. nice. Like a I want to hear every shaman. Is that where you it drink was actually something? A, it was a San Pedro or Wachuma festival. Um, but yeah, but it's this uh, uh, South African shamaness. Who tours the world and like does? Is these that the is ceremonies. that the female shaman, the yeah. shamaness? Yep. And uh, and it's um, yeah, you like you go around and you you drink this like cactus tea and it's got mescaline in it and you're you're then supposed to like go and and like think and 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 go deep and and hallucinate and and, and shit like, and piss everywhere, right? Um, some <laughs> right, did. Jamie. Some Jesus. Did. Some people did. We're no, talking I, about a very special <laughs> ceremony. Some we don't need to get into I've done a lot of no, research. But I mean, he's absolutely right. Some people did. And with ayahuasca, it's much worse. Wachuma is is a is a milder. They say ayahuasca is the female spirit. Hello. And uh, <laughs> San Pedro or uh, Wachuma is the is more of a male. Wait, why spirit. is it San Pedro or Wachuma? Like because there's different names for everything. Like why is it <laughs> why is it the that, 101 like, or the Ventura Freeway? I understand that, but it's like. Ayahuasca is, is, sounds so authentic, and right. San Pedro sounds like a crock of shit. Yeah, well, but it, because it's supposed to be the spirit of Saint Peter oh, that resides in inside this cactus that you drink. So you did the more masculine energy. I one? did the the chiller one. Oh, okay. Uh, which is like they say that it's that it's ayahuasca is like tempestuous, like a woman, and it'll confront okay. you. All right. Um, whereas whereas uh, Saint Peter Tell is more like a it. brother. <laughs> Who will sort of whisper the truth into your ear and like oh, make and sure like you can have you it. Peter always carried Peter carried Christ. That's yes. the yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that I did that. Did it there work? was a ceremony. Well, kind of. Uh, it kind of did in that it was such a fucking weird day, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like there was, was this like, very recently? I'm sorry that we're just jumping into this. Oh, okay. No. So you had a shamaness, not yeah. a shaman. Shamaness. And not, you know, the dumb ones are called Shamalama Ding Dong. Yo! But <laughs> <laughs> uh, looking like a wild-haired priest tonight, I must point out. I've already said it to your face, but I want to let the listeners know. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so I showed up. You have to show up, like, really early. You're not supposed to eat after, like, 8 the night before, but I totally did. Mm. Had some fish tacos. See, I would be so scared to break any of the rules. I would, rules. too. I know, like, too. Or, did but you, I was like, hungry. Did you vomit what then? I, then or? Yeah, I also, I wanted to kind of gird my stomach a little bit. Uh-huh. I wanted to, like, sort of Coat dip it. a toe in. Yeah. yeah. So I showed up, and, like, the shamanist was late. Chewing into the microphone. <laughs> yeah. Last one, Jesus. Um, Leave me alone. There's plenty more. Uh, <laughs> so, all right. Um... So, yeah, so I showed up. The shamanist was like 90 minutes late. There were like Typical. 25 rich <laughs> females from California and Arizona. How, and how like, did they find out about this? Was uh, it like Craigslist? Or? I found out a friend of mine had done it before uh-huh. and, and told me about it. I was going to go with him the first time, but I chickened out. 
And then he said it was great. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to fucking do it. You'll do it with me again. He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I talked to some other people. You'll do it with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> None of them would go. Every single person backed out. <laughs> so, so it ended up just being me. And I went and, uh, and it was just like a bunch of fucking rich hippies of in course. yoga pants. And like fucking Maharishi shirts and stuff, <laughs> and uh, and we drank the tea. I don't know what either of those things are. Yeah, by I the mean way. like the Maharishi, the Maharishi, like a the, T-shirt. The Beatles were into uh, oh, meditation. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. So everybody drank the tea, and there were like twenty five of us, and they give you a lollipop because it tastes terrible. And like uh, a like a you like just a went to like the bank pop? lollipop. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> I mean, but I'm probably like an organic what bank. Are you going lollipop or whatever? <laughs> um, and then and then you go around, and I think they probably did this in the wrong order. You're suppo- I think we were supposed to state an intention and then drink. Right. We drank and then stated an intention. And someone's like, Boo. Yeah. So like 12 people <laughs> in, people are just, and already it's like fucking wealthy hippies who love the sound of their voice. Oh. I got through mine very quickly. You, you, there was like a stick that you had to hold when you were talking. A talking stick. If you didn't have it, you couldn't talk. Then you pass it on to the next person. And like everybody who got it would be like... Oh shit! <laughs> Did you bring your own orchestra? Wow! Yeah, like truly, just fucking take forever. Is this a dresser or something? It was ridiculous. It was totally ridiculous, and I couldn't stand anybody that I was with. Awesome. That's and, always uh, good too to have like yeah. a spiritual uh-huh. experience where you're like filled with hate. Yeah, That's filled with just annoyance. Yeah. hate's yeah. strong, but annoyance yeah. is definitely right on the money. And uh, and then like after an hour and a half of fucking intentions, and like literally by the time we got to the last person. The kid, it was like an 18-year-old whose father's house we were at. We were at a giant place mm-hmm. in Laurel Canyon, right? Just massive. Oh, see, I was, for some reason, I just pictured you driving to the desert. But no. you were close. No, I should and, and I thought you were at the docks in San Pedro <laughs> mm-hmm. because of the name of the stuff. Yeah, just out by the oil drums. <laughs> I got um, a great fish market down there. But it was, uh, no, it was like literally five minutes from my house. And uh, and so, like, the, the owner of the house and his 18-year-old son drank the tea with us. And then he also had a newborn son that his wife was there with, and they were just, they didn't drink. They were just his second uh, wife. Yeah. So the 18 year old kid was the last one to do an intention, and he was like, I am. Uh, <laughs> 18 year old kids always have so much to say. I'm here to. <laughs> like, I get. And it, it like literally like <laughs> went on for four or five minutes, which is a long time, especially when you're starting to hallucinate. So out of your mind. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and I looked around like, is anybody else seeing and hearing this? And everybody else was just deep into it and hanging on his every word. And uh, so then I went outside to the giant, beautiful, you know, grounds and whatever. And uh, and like a dude came up behind me as I, just as I was finding a seat, sort of by the pool, because of course there was a pool. And uh, and like gave me a scalp massage that I did not ask for, <laughs> and uh, and and whispered into my ear, I can't wait to connect with you. Oh. And then like, and then, and then, like then disappeared. Yeah, like like climbed the hill, uh, climbed a hill of of rock like a jungle cat. That is a Just trickster. Like, yeah, it was really crazy. <laughs> it was Pally. really crazy. So through the whole thing, it was like I, all I want to do is be alone and like sit in my car and listen to music and just not have this communal moment. Mm-hmm. You know. Right. And uh, and so I like I did that, and then I'd be like, no, you know what? I should really I should go back. Like I maybe they need me. Player. I should be a team player or whatever. So I went back, and then some other thing would creep me out. There was a, like everybody was throwing up. Ugh. Most of the people were crying. Um, there was a woman who was like writhing on the ground. No, was, like ugh, ugh, vomiting, <laughs> vomiting, <laughs> writhing, and then like movie. crawling to another spot to vomit and writhe. And uh, <laughs> and so and like the and people would so people would and I tried to help her. Um, 
like I would give, did you give her, her a scalp massage. <laughs> I did not. I did not because that I is can't not wait cool. to connect with. <laughs> <laughs> no, I uh, I gave her some water because I had some water and I or there was like a water fountain, so I got her a thing of water. And literally, like her reaction to it was like, if this, if these almonds are the water, she was like. <laughs> she would like put it up to her lips and then push it away, and then I get and then like and then I helped her up to get her through a door because I could tell that she wanted to like go inside or whatever, and she like I offered an arm <laughs> and pushed me away and threw herself back on the ground and I was like this is freaky I don't like this anymore I went back to my car, and uh, and then by the time like eight hours later by the time the sky had stopped like being a kaleidoscope and I felt like right. I was able to drive I was like you know what I'm just gonna go. And I went, and I was like, that was kind of a bust. And I started talking about it the next day, uh, and, and a friend of mine kind of helped me realize, like, that was the insight. Yeah. Like, I don't need to be a team player if I don't want to. Like, if I'm right. not feeling it, like, I think I've spent my entire life, like, feeling like other people I'm had it right. I'm responsible. Yeah. Or not, yeah. Even, not even that, but just, like, I've always felt like an outsider, and I've always tried to be in. You know what I mean? And, like, and I've altered things about myself to make myself more palatable to other people or whatever that's just been like the one repeating pattern of my life which i didn't really at the time wasn't really thinking about but the next day it was like that I, I noticed that pattern or like in conversation with a friend i noticed that pattern and then also it was like if the feel the one feeling that i got very strongly was like no this is these people are idiots and you need to get the fuck away from them <laughs> and it's okay for you to need to get the fuck away from you okay. and, and like yeah, go sit in your car and listen to music because that's what you do. So it's okay to feel like an outsider. It's okay to be an outsider. Yeah, you know, yeah, you don't like you other don't people don't like have the answers. Them. No, you don't. You don't. So that was my. Well, that's, that's so. Anyway, oh, and these. So these beads to get back. Yes, around, yes. Um, these were from the the Peruvian village where the uh, the cacti are grown. Gotcha. And the uh, the villagers make them, and the proceeds go directly to them. And I was so you sort got of, those when you came into the ayahuasca party, right? They were they were sitting there, and I and I yeah. That was it. Was one of my many people avoidance uh, techniques actually was to go and look at the beads and you know kind of <laughs> shop them for nice. a while. Yeah. And uh, so now and and then like it, it, the whole thing was so dumb. And yet, so sort of weirdly <laughs> profound that, like, I bought these, and the next day it was like, "Well, the, what? What am I going to fucking do with these beads?" <laughs> and then I thought, "Well, you know what? I'm going to make a, a, a wristlet, a bracelet out I of dig them." That. And uh, and so I kept it. I have not taken it off since. I oh, dig wow. that, baby. I um, want some, man. Yeah. Um, I mean, well, all you got to do is just to just to get to another out. another part of this because I feel like this is maybe worth discussing, maybe not. Um, you and I have very similar backgrounds to the point where we went to the same. Small liberal arts Catholic college yes, in did. Northeast United States. Yes, we did. Called Holy Cross. Holy Cross, College of the. So tell me about that for you. Um, that was a weird experience for me. Um, Where are you from originally? About, uh, from... I grew up in St. Louis. Okay. Uh, talk about feeling on the outside and yeah. being desperate to get in. Yes. Um, because Holy Cross, at the time, and it's probably still this way, at the time was super homogeneous. Yes. Right? Um, very, very Irish Catholic. Very Irish Catholic, which I am. Very New England, which I'm not. Mm -hmm. And just the kids who went there had a tendency to be kind of, you know, like sportsy and... They're all jocks. They were all the all captain jocks. of their high school lacrosse yeah. team. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's very much of that going mm -hmm. on. And and I rem in fact, I remember visiting the campus when I was in high school. I remember when I went for my interview. Um, I, I It was my college guidance counselor had recommended it. I wanted to go to B.C., and so I Which went is basically the same school, but a little not, bit bigger. A same school, a little bit bigger, and in a city. Right. And my classmates would have been Craig Finn and Amy Poehler. So, <laughs> um, my two favorite people in the world. So, uh, so I went there. I wasn't in love with it when I saw it. Uh -huh. we, like our tour guide was like, 
kind of blasé about it and like and it it seemed okay but I you know whatever and then we were like 45 minutes away from Holy Cross so my dad said why don't we go and visit that too and I went and it was so it was like I mean you know the campus it's majestic it's, it's beautiful. beautiful it is breathtaking spectacular it's a gorgeous looking campus yeah. it's, it's on this hill um, it's Mount really, it's Saint like James. Yes, yeah. It's <laughs> what you think of when you think of a New England college. You know, ivy creeping up the walls. When were you there? What, what time of year? Um, it was probably November. So, so it was like beautiful peak fall. Autumn. Yeah, yeah, the colors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the leaves were changing. Everybody was in their uh, J. Crew barn jackets. <laughs> um, just a, a couple of layers, not too bundled up. Sure. Um, but everyone was like handsome. And like, and happy, Thank and you, like, by the way. <laughs> yes, and like, and, and just, and like, the tour guide couldn't have loved it more, and everybody when, said what, hello what to her. What year would that have been? That would have been 1988. No, 80, yeah, 88. That's when I was a senior, so thank I'll you. I'll be damned. Hey, you crossed over. I'll Whoa. be damned. Yeah. You um, must have hazed him. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. He <laughs> was touring. He was no, just saying I was handsome. Yeah, and he I didn't, I didn't, yeah. I was yeah. I remember you well. <laughs> it's a small school. Um, but I, um, I remember feeling, I remember a feeling that I couldn't recognize at the time. But now, with the benefit of therapy and wisdom and age, I, I feel like what I, what I was feeling was like, this is who I'm supposed to be in this uh. world. You know what I mean? Like I, at the time, I already knew that that was really not me. But I felt kind of like I'm going to somehow mold myself into yeah, this. Yeah, I'm just going to go there and I'm just going to try this identity, and I'll on come out of fine. the factory mm-hmm. these people. Yeah, I mean, and th- that's obviously not a thought that you have right. on a conscious level, but like I remember that feeling of just like this is where I belong. This is where I'm supposed to be. And uh, and then it was just like, well, now I have to go here. Ba- not based on academics, although it's academically a very good school. Very good uh, school. Certainly not based on sports because I wasn't going to be playing any. I-, I think I just like the idea of being a- in school in New England somewhere. A classic college. Right, right. And like, and I think I knew what I liked and what I wanted to do, but I had no idea how I would ever be able to do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I didn't. It's clear that I am doing that, right that, now that, what that I'm makes supposed you, to be doing. Yeah, that makes you, by the way, far ahead of where I was at that point. Really? Which was like I had no fucking clue what I wanted to do. Well, or, you I mean, know. I knew what I wanted to do, but I, I didn't. I didn't think I could do it, and I just I thought that it was like to me it seemed frivolous. To me, it mm-hmm. seemed like. Like, you know, to want to write or to want to be involved in popular culture in any way or to want to get on stage and act or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, it just seemed like, well, you might as well want to be an astronaut or whatever. Like, that's just not, or or like, it's like. uh, And I will say the astronaut program there is very good. Solid astronaut (laughs) program. Such a good astronaut program. Yeah, straight there. Yeah, so I, I, so I, I went there and immediately, as soon as I got there, um, my, my two, I was in Healy. We're going That's deep what I holy cross. To ask We're going what, deep holy cross right now. What dorm you lived in? Uh, I, I was at first. I was in Healy. Yeah, um, which was not a cool dorm to live in. No, but oh, it, I the was freshman like, never get to live I in. I didn't know if this was going to be like <laughs> yeah. a rivalry. No, there, were four, there were four dorms, uh-huh. five on the hill. Oh, five on the hill, including Healy, your- Lehigh, Hanselman. Clark, Clark, and Milady, and then Milady. <laughs> right. Uh, I was in Hanselman for three years. Okay. So I was not a cool person either. I was right. just like a drone who. Well, where would the cool people have lived? Uh, like Wheeler. Oh, fucking yeah. Bevan. Yeah, uh, Bevan. <laughs> Honestly, like most of my friends lived in Wheeler. Like Wheeler it was. was it the wasn't until I met the kids. In, oh yeah. It wasn't until I met the the kids in Wheeler that I started to actually enjoy myself mm-hmm. there. Like at first, I was in Healy. I was in a triple. My two roommates were like super good friends in high school. Um, they were both from a, a town that was like twenty five minutes away. A shit ton of the people in my hall and in my dorm mm-hmm. were the same kind of situation, and it was like. What am I fucking doing? I'm not yeah. gonna what get am in. I doing? Yeah. I'm not gonna make it here at all. And like, 
And New England kids and Midwestern kids are very different. Like, very, very different. New England kids are fucking vicious. And, like, if, they, if, you, if you know that they will heap you, like, heap abuse on you as, uh-huh. like, a form of affection, right. then that's one thing. I did not know that. The, you so thought I just they were was, just being mean to I was you. just like, why does everybody hate me? Yeah. Why does everybody hate me? And, yeah, that's uh, a, that, that is a very real thing. Yeah. Of like, I like you, so I'm going to call you a fucking asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not even that. Like, just real vicious and, like, uh-huh. cutting. And, uh, and and the thing is, like, it's how they show they love you, but it's also how they show they hate you. So it's very right. it's very difficult to, like, <laughs> figure out. It's a double-edged sword. Yeah, it's really, it's a weird one. So, yeah, so I was in Healy, and then and then I got de-tripled uh, second semester into Clark, uh, I had a uh, I had a roommate in Clark. <laughs> Jamie and I keep sharing like triples, sitcom esque uh-huh. like glances at each other. Like, what? <laughs> that I was Meanwhile, I'm loving this. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Clark. Uh, well, see, too many kids. Um, first of all, I got waitlisted at Holy Cross, so uh-huh. I didn't think I was gonna I was gonna go to BC, and then they let me in in August, and I changed my mind, and so I went. And I think a lot of people, more people than they were prepared for matriculated or whatever the word is. I, I think that it's word matriculated. 25 years. Yeah, it's matriculated. Matriculated. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so they didn't have room for us all. So, like, rooms that were supposed to be for two people suddenly had three people in them. And they, I mean, as you know. So you were in, like, a two-person room with three people? Yeah. That's Those insane. rooms were tiny. So tiny. Tiny. That's insane. And they it only was. had two dressers in those rooms well like, no but they would put in a third oh god yeah that's it very was unfair especially miserable. considering that you were miserable. paying eight billion dollars per semester eight, whoa whoa billion dollars <laughs> and uh, david yeah. and i are both very wealthy uh-huh. apparently uh-huh. wealthy families well, or in a lot of debt mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> nope yeah no. wealthy um yeah so i did that and then uh, and then then i guess in the second semester a lot of people either uh, drop out or like some juniors go abroad or whatever. So some dorm rooms open up. And so I moved in with, uh, with somebody else and then I got kicked out of school. Yeah. After my freshman year for what? For never, ever going to class. Academics. Yeah. Uh, for basically living like, a I, I made it which through without ever going to class. So that's yeah, on that's, you. Uh, you know, it's cause it's you incredible. were a new Englander. I was not a new Englander. I was from New York. <laughs> that's not the same. Okay. Where in New York? New Rochelle, right outside okay. the city. Okay. Went to a lot, high, a lot of Long Island. Went to high school in the Bronx. Um, but yeah, so, so what happened? You got kicked out. Got, well, I got suspended for a year. Uh-huh. And, and what did you uh, do during that year? During that year, I went to Washington University in St. Louis, but uh-huh. like their night program. Uh-huh. Um, and then I, I, I was able to like get into some, uh, some day classes as well. So it sort of just looked like I was a regular student there, even though right. like a lot of my classes I was with like pe- now people my age, uh-huh. you know, um, and, people uh, your age now. People my age now. You were I then. was, yeah, 19 years old yeah. and with, you know, guys in their 40s. And uh, and then I also joined a fraternity while I was there for some reason <laughs> because I was like, they had them and they don't at Holy Cross. No. And I was like, well, I'm going to be here for a year. I might as well make it interesting. So I did. Um, and so and did, did those credits did. transfer over? Some did. Yeah. Some did. I basically finished, like by the time, I, I had to go back and, and repeat my sophomore year basically. Mm-hmm. But my second semester of my senior year, I had one class and I met once a week. And I, I, there was basically no reason for me to be there, but I was there. Were you still living on campus at that time? No. Where were you um, living? Okay, when I when I got back from this is so much fun, <laughs> yeah, for you guys. And by you guys, I mean the I listening don't care audience. About anybody but myself, okay, right? Now. Yeah, I don't either. This is good. It's this feels good. That you went back even though it was such a depressing situation. It was. It was a depressing situation. But I think after I got kicked out or suspended or whatever, I felt like I you felt had, like it was suddenly my thing to, to fix. You had something it, to prove. Yeah. I had something to prove. Yeah, and uh, and I was I was determined to make a success out of it, and. Uh, 
And I, you know, I guess I did. I graduated. I, I'm still troubled by nightmares of having. Do to you go remember back. what your class rank was? Because I can tell you that mine was 653 out of 680. Yeah, I was. I was <laughs> probably in the fives. I was probably in the fives. Um, yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't. So you I were was never a student. It's a small class. Yeah. Yeah, very small class. Everybody knows everybody. Yeah, business. you knew everybody on campus it all like a the time. <laughs> it, it made it easy to sleep with lots of people because word wouldn't get around. You know, uh, not at all. Jeez, Louise. Did you sleep with a lot of people? I think. Yeah. No, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what a fucking it, it was it was a weird choice. What were we even talking? Oh, okay. So then when I went, the, the next year after I went back, I lived on Boyden Street because mm-hmm. I couldn't get back on ah, campus. The Boyden yeah. bad boys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was on Boyden Street. Remember like a giant big hill off yeah, of Cairo? Yeah. Uh-huh. I was in that house there um with uh some people who just like who wanted to rent that house and they had an extra bedroom and I kind of knew them and and uh so I lived there and then I moved back on campus into Carlin. Carlin was a cool door. Carlin too. was pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it, was right it was no by, Wheeler, it was right but by it was, Kimball. It was cool. Easy Kimball access. For the record, you get mad when uh, Jamie and I talk about food. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Just shut up. Yeah. Um, and Thank then you. and then I moved back off campus into Cambridge New Building. Cambridge was cool. Cambridge was pretty cool. <laughs> It was pretty cool. Um, very near I where remember, you would tailgate. You want to talk about being outsider? I remember when I was a freshman, uh, I saw like the one girl I knew before I went to Holy Cross mm-hmm. uh, walking by outside my outside Hanselman, and I was like, "Hey!" And she goes, "We're going to a party. Come with us." And I was like, "I want to fit in, so I'll yeah. go to this party." And I so I went with them to a party. In at Cambridge Street, yeah, and it was like you know I was a freshman. It was all seniors, and she was like, she's one of those girls who was like the captain of the cheerleading team, and the you know just like vivacious and fun, and everybody loved her. And she was already dating a senior when we were you know three yeah. weeks into freshman year. <laughs> so I'm with her at this party, and she's you know whatever. I get separated. <laughs> I'm just like I'm like, what the fuck am I doing here? I'm such a loser. I'm yeah. such a I don't I don't belong here. I don't fit in. And I'm like looking out the window and some guy comes up behind me and goes, jump. <gasps> jump. <laughs> wow. I was like, oh my God. Jesus, that's yeah. vicious. Yeah, it was. And yet it's just sort of like that was just something yeah, that was said in jest. Yeah, 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 it's just like it's yeah. He just want to connect with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And oh. then he gave me a scalp massage and said, I want to connect with you later. <laughs> and barf. Get it up some rocks. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was uh, it, it. Was a very it was a very strange uh, experience for me, and I, I remember going to those first few parties, and and also feeling wildly out of place. Mm-hmm. But like in make internalizing it to of like to a point where I was like, well, what what about me? Do I need to change to make make this make right. this work? You know what I mean? Like I didn't, I wasn't, I didn't feel like I'm a loser. I just felt like okay, well, this is my new task is to like right. become a person who can fit. Well, because you had a, a modicum of self-esteem, unlike myself. Maybe. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I mean, not, if I'm trying to fundamentally change myself to fit in with a bunch <laughs> of fucking rich kids in, in New England, then maybe not. I feel I like know. most people I know just don't feel like they fit in at parties. Like, yeah. I recently was at a party and I was like, this feels weird and I couldn't place it. And I was like, oh, I'm not uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. That's what's unusual about this. Mm-hmm. That I'm just this was at that fine. rich people that party. Yeah. Like, yeah, something's missing. We're here oh, to see the dress anxiety. rehearsal of Swan Lake. How yeah. are you? Yeah. This is where I belong. <laughs> it, it is. Um, You're in. You're in. You made it. Congratulations. <laughs> thank, well, thank, thank you. you for sharing that, Dave. Because yeah, I, certainly. I, 
you know. What was just, your experience like? Uh, well, I, we were both Crusaders, also, weren't we? You were in the Crusaders. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. For the listener, there was a there was a comedy group um, that was made up of like eleven seniors and two juniors, somewhere always. in that area. Yeah. And it was, uh, and they would put on a comedy show, like a sketch comedy show, at the end of the year, and it would be about people on campus and whatever, and and uh, and then if you if you wanted to be in it, what's going on? He was texting. I was just pointing that out. <laughs> uh, it, it was relevant. It was a show related. Sometimes yeah. when people related. aren't talking about your life, it's okay to listen to what people I've are talking to, about. I've listened to Wheeler. Sorry. I'm yeah, sorry exactly. that I tattled. That Wheeler was like 15. <laughs> Wheeler was the dorm where when it snowed for the first time, yeah. the freshmen who lived in Wheeler would all have to streak around the quad. That's how cool they were. They they discontinued that. Oh, did they? Uh, my freshman year, because I guess your senior year, yes, uh, somebody had a flag that they had set on fire, and they fell down and got wound up in a in a <laughs> burning sheet. And uh, yeah, so there was no more of the street uh, after that. that uh, was well, I'm many sorry traditions. that you missed out on that because we would all the whole school would gather up on that hill. Mm-hmm. By the quad and throw snowballs at all these naked freshmen who were running around the quad. It was, wow. it was pretty fun. Oh, it sounds like fun. Um, yeah, m- but by the time I like found people that I liked, they were all Wheeler people. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so the Crusaders. Yeah, you uh, they would put on a show and it was always great. And the one rule was if you wanted to be in it, you could you, like if you asked to be in it, you're blackballed forever. Oh shit. So like you have they have to find you right, and it's like a secret. Like invitation that you get in your PO I box. I love that. Yeah, and it became like immediately as soon as I heard that, I was like, "Well, this is." Well, this here's is so what how I do you like? You just have to like. You have to have be to, funny. Well, you have to be yeah. funny and, and like and get a reputation. For get being a reputation funny. for being funny, and it's very easy to get a reputation for being anything because, because there are twenty five hundred people yeah. there. <laughs> so well, my experience with the Crusaders was when I was a freshman. I did a, a musical. And this girl who was a senior was like, you should be in the Crusaders. I think you're great. I think yeah. you should be in the Crusaders. I'm going to tell those guys. And I was like, I'm the fucking baddest ass motherfucker. Yeah. And then she came back to me and she was like, oh, no, they said they only take juniors and seniors in the yeah. group. And I was like, fuck those guys. Yeah. <laughs> like, a bunch of jerks. <laughs> but it's a fun tradition. It's a really uh, fun tradition. But so, yeah. So junior so year I in, got in. Oh, junior year. Yeah. Very nice. So then you got to help pick the the people for next year. You yes. you would also all the seniors, I guess, would nominate somebody yeah, or something. Yeah. And, and also, yeah. what's funny about it in retrospect is that it was this comedy group who did a sketch comedy show, like a SNL style show, uh-huh. and we did one show a year and thought that was a big deal. <laughs> oh, we did like a weekend of shows. But I mean, it was the yeah, same it was just show. The one show. Yeah, yeah. like or maybe we two spent weekends. three months yeah. writing. Right. One mm-hmm. piece of shit show, mm-hmm. you know, which of course, like, there was no way to go wrong because it no. was such a homogenous audience. Uh-huh. Uh, but make some Father LeBrand jokes, <laughs> make some Dean McGuire jokes. Yahweh, <laughs> Yahweh. I I played Father LeBrand. Yahweh was one <laughs> so of my did lines. I. No way. Yes. Yahweh. Yahweh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that is fucking. That is great. really cool. Uh. Wow, well, that's trip. that was that was maybe not enjoyable for Jamie, who was texting the whole time. Yeah. I, I, but for it, truly, 30 that was seconds. I was enthralled. I appreciated mm-hmm. and had, a, I took a, it was a fun ride down memory lane. You're, you're lying. Seconds. You're lying. <laughs> on for I'm not lying. 14 more minutes. Uh, um, but that was the one. That was like a, that was the one like college experience that yeah. actually informed my later life. Yes, I still have photos on my wall in my office of. Yeah. Junior year Crusaders and mm-hmm. senior year Crusaders. That's mm-hmm. like the one thing I look back at and I'm like, I'm so glad I did that. Yeah, you know? that's cool. 
And then uh, there would always be some like left field choices. I remember when I showed up for the first rehearsal, I was like, you know what? I never thought of you as like a funny <laughs> person, but let's fucking let's. I mean, because you know, you knew all of them, right? You know, even if you hadn't hung out, you like right. knew them by reputation or whatever. Were. Yeah. So it's like, hmm, all right. Um, and I'm still connected to a lot of those people in a way. Yeah. Not all of them, but a lot of them. You know. Uh, unlike most of the people I went to school with. Uh-huh. Um, sorry to distract you, Jamie. What? <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, Jamie on? feels like it's time for us to take a break. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he texted so you. He texted me. <laughs> Doesn't it feel so, like it is, though? So let's do that, and we'll be back he in a moment. such a good checking in. With we a thing that we like to call parting shots. And yeah, the whole second segment is just going to be Jamie talking about fine. his experiences. Ooh. I know, I know, that's fine. Uh, so we will be back after a quick intermission. <laughs> All right. That was fun. Crosstalk. It was really fun for me. I know these guys hated it. But yeah, we didn't, honestly, it was fun. Hi, this is Joe Wagner for the Long Shot Podcast. I'm currently inside Jamie Flam's Flam Cave. And, oh, what's this? Huh, a calendar. Quit the long shot on the 27th. OMG. You're listening to The Long Shot. It is a podcast. We were continuing to discuss experiences at Holy Cross uh-huh. during the break. It's a very uh, special episode. Dave, it's going to be yes. released <laughs> I directly love it, though. I do to love WCHC, it. played yes. over the airwaves. I was a newscaster on WCHC was freshman DJ. year, and then I didn't was no longer involved at all. Huh. But that's how I know that uh, uh, Worcester is the fourth largest city in the world, not on a major waterway. That's oh, I didn't know that. From working at WCHC. Oh, we don't. But I, what I was talking about was the fact that I never felt like I fit in anywhere. Right. I was on the rugby team. I was uh, in theater shows. I was on the Crusaders. Mm-hmm. You were voted most popular boy on campus. No, I was. Well, I was. Social a, thing. I you was, were carried around on people's shoulders. I was a, I was a class officer. People stood outside your window with signs. No, 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 what I'm saying Sean is, is like. Number one. <laughs> we heart Sean. What I'm saying is, I tried all these places where uh, I was like, if I can do this maybe people will like me maybe people yeah. like me if i do this i you know and i never felt like it worked and i said to somebody about five years after i got out of school i said i just felt like i was never in any crowd at holy cross like i was never part of anything mm-hmm. and she her perspective was are you kidding me you were the person who was friends with everybody at right. Holy Cross? Mm-hmm. Like you were the one who fit in everywhere. You did and the I, theater. You did the uh, the rugby. Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> yeah. Uh, but so I was saying that to Dave. Yeah. And do you feel like like I? Yeah, I felt very. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna <laughs> anticipate. I uh, I felt that way too. But I felt like I had a million like small f friends. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like I, I had a million acquaintances. Yeah. I, I, I actually I managed to make a handful of, of good friends uh-huh. by the time I left. But it, but that wasn't my objective. Like right. I, I think I was just like. I just wanted to be 
most popular boy in the world. Right. You know what right, I mean? Right. And just and just was I I was an idiot. I was just an absolute idiot. But you were saying at your experience. reunion. Yeah, I think a lot of people felt that way. Like uh-huh. a few of us, and believe me, there were tons who who seemed to still be perfect and right. fit in and whatever. But there were others of us who who like, especially after a few drinks, started like talking openly about the place. Holy Cross. Oh yeah, it's not a small thing. Uh, Irish Catholic school, like literally (laughs) kegs and eggs on on football mornings. Yeah. Uh, Like literally, (laughs) like tailgates that started at nine in the morning, and I loved that shit. Um, And oftentimes I would never even make it into the game. Oh, ninety percent of the time I wouldn't make it by the kegs until five o'clock. Five o'clock in the afternoon. Quick, uh, quick Coney Island hot dogs, power nap, boom, you're out for the night. Um, but I'm telling you, Worcester's gonna love this one. Um, but yeah, but a, I think a lot more people felt that way than I thought. Uh-huh. Um, but then also, this is the thing. I um, I was I was out in San Francisco with my friend Dave from Holy Cross, and we uh, and we got to like reminiscing about people and asking about like, have you heard from who and whatever. And uh, and there was this girl who uh, like when her name came up, we were both like, Ugh, crazy, whatever. We'll call her Julie. Um, and it was like, and we. We were probably in our mid to late thirties by this time, and I don't remember which one of us said this, but we were like, "Why is Crazy Julie Crazy Julie?" Like, let's think about that for a minute. Like, what did she? What was her thing? Like, why do we think that she's crazy? And it was because she would like, if she drank a lot, she would sometimes cry. <laughs> and like, and then like later in life, like once oh my you god, an adult, I'm Crazy Sean. Yeah, <laughs> like once once you like get into actual life, right. like oh, who was, doesn't right. get drunk and cry? She was vulnerable publicly. She was vulnerable age. publicly, maybe three times. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so like, so she got a reputation for being crazy. That's not crazy. No. And I and I, it, it made me so happy to like get out into the real world from Holy Cross. Like I moved to New York City. And I, fe- I, w- I mean, I was, I was for sure a disaster in college, and I felt like a disaster <laughs> in college. But like six months in the real world, I was like, I am one of the sanest people I know. You know what I mean? Like I had, I had like learned to, like, I mean, I think you know, I had you know, messy times or whatever. But like in general, I was actually much more mentally healthy than I, I had. Thought. Messy wish- times or whatever is the name of your autobiography, right? <laughs> it is coming in 2016. <laughs> um, I yeah, no, I I really like it, it. It made me feel so good in my real life to be like, oh no, everybody's everybody's a mess. We just right. everybody fucking pushed it down, yeah. which is an Irish Catholic thing, but also like a small school thing because you don't want to get a reputation for being you don't want to be crazy, Julie. Everybody knows who you are, so if you get a reputation, right. you're fucked. Don't stand right? out. What do they don't call a girl out. that murdered people? Yeah. Well. Murdery Julie. Yeah. Um, well. <laughs> and don't you think, though, it's just sort of a human thing that everyone thinks that they're the one who doesn't belong? Yeah. I like, so. I, I feel like I know very few people. I guess it's going back to that party thing, too, that like everyone is lonely. It's sort of like a Facebook quality where everyone's lonely and, and looking at other people's lives and, and wanting to be a part of that. But those yeah. people are doing the same thing to the... Oh, sure. It's... Sure. But you don't all, know that when it's you're It's all perse- perspective. You are yeah. such a philosopher, Amber. Okay. Let's... <laughs> Jamie, what's going on with you? <laughs> I also... I'm so tempted to go... Like, Dave was like, I, I moved to New York City and I'm, I'm so tempted to be like, where did you live in New York City? <laughs> okay. <laughs> but let, let's fucking do it. Uh, Upper East Side. <laughs> Upper East. Upper East where? Uh, right above the lanes on 88th and 2nd. I lived at 85th and 1st for a while. That is the damned. middle of fucking nowhere. That is what the years? middle of nowhere. nowhere. Uh, I was really there probably in like 99 or something. Oh, okay. It was long after you were there. Yeah, I was there in 94 to 99. 
Oh, well, what? so we probably passed each other on the street walking four miles to the subway. Walking up, yeah, walking to the uh, 86th and Lex <laughs> yes. station. Uh, all right, Jamie. Hey, hey guys. Tomorrow, Jamie. Let's Wake do up, something Jamie. interesting for you and find out what's going hey, on I've had a lot with of fun. you. Um, well, yeah, this will be my checking in, I guess. But um, had a kind of a whirlwind of a week. Okay. <laughs> Laser focus. Laser focus. I actually, we didn't meet last week, but I had like a, a list of great things to talk about in theory. Let's let's hear a couple of them. He actually does. I mean, for the listener, he does have a list. I'm looking uh, at. Uh, well, um, I can't. I can't see what's on it, but there is a list of items. I saw a therapist for the first time in a long time. Oh, how was which that? Which you mentioned you've had some success with. Mm-hmm. It was it was interesting. Um, it's Kaiser, and she was like, you know, here we t- kind of take an approach where we'll problem solve for something you want to work on. We don't really do long term kind uh, of stuff it's here. Like kind of cheapy. And at the end, I was like, um, you know, I was kind of hoping you'd. Um, Fix all my problems. Like <laughs> something would come up that happened when I was four years old that I forgot about, and I'd cry for a while, and then I'd be good to go. And she laughed a little bit, and I laughed, and then it was over. <laughs> but then I I called my mom later that day, and we're talking. And I, I told her about the joke I'd made, and she's like, "Why did Why did you mention four years old?" <gasps> <laughs> and I was like, "Why did something happen when I was four? She's like, "Well." Do you remember driving up to Mammoth? We wanted a family vacation. Wait, is this real? Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. And um, I don't know what you did, but your dad was very mad. And you got a spanking and a half. and Which seems unusual. But You she usually said, get a spanking, not a spanking and yeah. a half. Or more than or a two, spanking or two half. full spankings. <laughs> Double spanking. Like, you generally round. She's like, it was crazy. It was to the point where like your grandparents had to leave the room. And like I was like... I don't know what got into your dad, but he took it to the next level. And I was like, did, was I abused? Was this child abuse? Like, is this like a child? Yeah, abuse? he would go to jail nowadays. Um, and she's like, no, 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 no. You, you weren't abused as a child. But he definitely took it to the probably the top level you can get to before it crosses that threshold. And I have a great relationship with my dad, so he it wasn't He pulled a thing. some Adrian Peterson shit on your ass. <laughs> it was crazy. Bleeding, and yeah, I do vaguely him. remember Bleeding this scrum. episode. <laughs> But I don't think that affected me. No, of course. That would never affect you. (laughs) (laughs) But it's only your formational experiences with authority. It quickly turned into a thing where, like, my dad is calling me in in a a long conversation. He's apologizing to me. Oh, my God. That might be really, like, important for your dad to have that conversation. Well, I I forgave him. I was like, I I don't. But that was an interesting thing. that That's really interesting. That I picked up. No wonder. No wonder. No wonder. No wonder, Jamie. Okay, well, I went to a, um, a float tank, a sensory deprivation Ooh. tank. How was that? I figured like that you, might be something. You've are you just going through done, like yeah. a checklist of weird spiritual experiences? <laughs> like, do you have like mind control for dummies at home or something? No, but I, I, I want to do these things for a while. Mm-hmm. I want to experience life in the world, and people speak very highly of it. But it's basically you go into a tank. And um, there's float. water. It's a float tank. It's like salt water, like very um, highly condensed. So you float easily, right? So you float easily. It's the same temperature as your body. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no, um, they put earplugs in. So it's a completely pitch black room. Sensory deprivation. No senses, as it yeah. were. Yeah. They, d- they deprive you of them. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Guys, you're sure you haven't done it? Mm-hmm. But they, the they way they put a big you, block of peanut butter in your mouth so you can't <laughs> no, taste no, anything no, else? No, 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 no senses. <laughs> No. <laughs> As it turns out, that's a sense. Um, how long were you in it? So it's 90 minutes, which that's is longer long than time. I thought. But the way people have talked about it, and I've heard people talking about it forever, and the way they prepped you, like people have, you know, out-of-body experiences, prepare for, prepared to, like, you know, see some crazy shit. 
And it was cool, I guess. We, but call it, it, we don't call it the sensory deprivation tank. We call it the San Pedro. <laughs> Which I didn't, by the way, ever put together that St. Peter. Yeah. San it's Pedro. hard to put that yeah. together. <laughs> yeah. If you're not bilingual, Zapatos be, means I actually speak. I can speak some Spanish. I never made that connection. <laughs> now you know. <laughs> um, Abierto. Open. Go ahead. Anyway, I'm glad. I mean, I didn't really have a story because it was just like underwhelming. It was just like. Where was it? It was in San Pedro. Actually, it wasn't. Really? It wasn't. Oh, that that's but it was, uh, it was in Torrance, which is eh, okay. it's, it's close. South. You can get there. So was it just boring? <laughs> you didn't get anything out of it? I was trying like, to fall asleep. Couldn't even fall asleep. At a certain point, my le- arms kind of felt sore. Um, yeah, I was over it probably an hour in, but you don't quite know that it's an hour in. And you're like, eh, let's get in now. How long were you in there? It was 90 minutes total. Oh, I can see. Can you let me out? <laughs> it's Jamie. Do you uh, know that somebody did get trapped in one of those things in New York City? And I, uh, and it was like, there was a, gra- I forget what the fucking headline was in the New York Post, but it was one of those where it's just like, I have to read this. Like, it's uh, <laughs> like um, sensory deprivation horror or something, <laughs> or like spa shock lock in or something. So it was a woman, uh, like a 65-year-old woman, who was stuck in a uh, in a sensory deprivation tank, and she couldn't get out. And she was able to reach her phone um, and like call a friend who called 911 and whatever, and they like came in and got her out. Uh, a couple days after that, I, I read the follow-up story. That woman was Lori Anderson. Oh, she got locked in a sensory deprivation tank and freaked out. Senselessness makes no sense to sense. <laughs> like, and they probably threw the C E N T S in there too. Sure, sure. <laughs> but you would think that she would be serene enough to like right. handle right. the experience. I actually, at I, I, at, when it was, some music comes on, they tell you music's going to come on when it's time to, you know, get ready to get out of there. So the music comes on, and you know, you have earplugs in, so you can't hear it. You can hear it. Oh, as you it can feel out. it. You can kind of feel it. You do feel the vibration, but you know, you're kind of twisting and turning Tasting. in there. I was. And um, by the way, I'm like, um, what's today's the 13th or 14th? I haven't masturbated okay. in like 14 days. Wow. Um, fun fact. <laughs> Folks, welcome to the long shot. <laughs> fun fact. Throwing it out there. Is there, a, is there a purpose behind that or did you just forget? I'm trying to transmute my sexual energy into um, powerful energy so I can make my career aspirations come true. Oh, wow. This That's is great. the weirdest moment in the history of the show. <laughs> But see, it's not that weird. <laughs> see, that's the Holy Cross in you. People jack off, and it's okay to talk about it. Sure, right? That's right? true. That is the Holy Cross in me. No, he's saying it's weird that he doesn't jack off. Yeah. You know, I, I thought that he <laughs> no, said that I'm, it was weird I'm, that we're talking about that's, it. Oh, no, that is what about, I was saying. No, I, I, I was really saying, but Jamie brings up jacking off on a regular basis. <laughs> oh, I gotcha. Okay. <laughs> well, I tried this uh, a couple of years ago. I don't remember what the upshot of Have it was. Have you felt a difference? <laughs> so to speak. Uh, What's up? Have you felt a difference? No. I like how well, you I mean, keep doing these be... like life-changing things. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. just a couple of weeks. I gotta say, so here's we're, we're, I'm getting to the. the I went to the this. desert and fasted <laughs> for forty days and forty nights. Did nothing for me. <laughs> I've also been doing. I got yoga, a little hungry. Almost, like a lot of yoga, but here's the thing: all this stuff, all these life changes, the, the first couple weeks of the year, and then it kind of led up to last Sunday night. Mm-hmm. And last Sunday night was uh, kind of a, a defining night in my life, <laughs> in a lot of ways, um, but. You know, I have this comedy bowling and bingo night at the Roosevelt. At the Roosevelt, and that which I've been to, it's fun. Um, Dita Von Teese was there Ooh. when I was there. Fun fact: she came in, she sat down for four seconds, then she left hmm. immediately. <laughs> um, Weird Al Yankovic was there like two weeks ago. It was the one night I wasn't there. Oh. Fuck. Disappointing. Yeah. 
So this is my first week back after that. Um, but I was, you know, I'm, I'm obsessed with walking. I talk about it nonstop. I walk across the city almost every night, every day. Ugh, Jesus, shut getting up. Getting my steps. That. Well, I'm going to shut up because uh, I'm done with it. In a <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're done with walking. Like, I have a, a step counter on my phone, and uh -huh. I've been counting, trying to get to 20,000 steps a day, and just crazy steps, and I'm walking everywhere for the last almost nine months. But Sunday How night... How 20,000? Is that, like, 10 miles? That's from the Earth to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you know, like, what the <laughs> mileage is average? 20,000 would probably be about 10, 10 miles. Okay. Hmm. Um, but last Sunday night, and I'm just, um, you know, outlining all the steps along the way that could have changed this, but... First, I was going to drive there. If I would have driven there, I would have avoided the situation I'm getting to. And um, last minute, I'm like, I'm going to take the bus there, and then I'll walk home, and I'll get some steps on the way back. So I took the bus there. Um, I left a little bit early, walking down La Brea towards Melrose. Um, this is on the way there or on the way home? This is on home? the way back. On the way home. Okay. Um, first, I run into Guy Branham, who was eating some noodles at the new... You fucking see him every time I you're do. out on the street. <laughs> well, you can't miss him anyway. <laughs> That's true. He was eating some ramen at the new ramen place on uh, Melrose and La Brea. Noodles. So I chatted with him for a few minutes. And then I texted my friend Vanessa. Vanessa had her Sunday company show at the Groundlings. And I was like, hey, I'm going to be walking past you in uh, like a few minutes. If you're getting out and the timing's right, I'll walk you home. Um, past the Groundlings, no word from her. Overshoot it by like 10 minutes. <laughs> so I'm like 10 minutes past her and I get the text from Vanessa. She's like, hey, I'm getting out now. Are you close? I'm like, I'm coming back. So I backtrack 10 minutes, meet Vanessa there. She's with a friend. Um, chat for a few minutes. Then I walk her home. She lives at like Alta Vista and Clinton. Give her exact address. <laughs> does, she does she live in Healy or Wheeler? Um, yeah, she, she sounds like a Wheeler girl. She sounds like a Wheeler girl. She is a Wheeler girl. And so take her to her house, chat with her for a few minutes. And about 1130, I leave her place. And as I do almost every night, put my headphones in, start walking back home towards my house, uh, Fairfax. And half a block in, I hear some shouting behind me. I don't know what it is, but it didn't sound like good shouting. So I keep walking. It wasn't like, we won the lotto! It definitely wasn't that. It just sounded like, like a commotion coming from behind me. And so I sped up my pace, start walking faster. And then I hear it even closer. And you can kind of sense when someone or something's behind you. And so I, I took out one of my headphones and turn around. And then there's a, a, a young man with a gun, like in gangster fashion, walking right up to me, and then there's a gun in my face. Mm. Um, and it's like, you know, it's a probably a Latino kid, 19, 20 years old. And, um, and then very quickly, another kid comes running up right behind him. And so I just said, and I remember like kind of tilting my head like, because there's a gun in my head. And I said, um, what do you want? And he said, give me your phone and word. Um, he he didn't want to say he didn't want to say nigger because that's I don't offensive. I like saying that word. Um, I thought you said that he said, "Give me your phone, Edward." Edward, <laughs> <laughs> like he had been stalking. He thought your name was Edward, or he was. I'm he was sorry, you have me. You have Edward me confused son. with someone from yeah. Downton Abbey. Yeah, <laughs> that's so funny. Um, and so um, I gave him my phone, and then he's like, "Now give me your wallet." And I don't carry a wallet. I just have like a wad. Of like, huge amounts of cash. Huge amounts of cash. I actually had forty dollars. I never have cash, but I had forty bucks. How do you keep your like? ID? Yeah. What about your credit cards and your? This is kind of what I got, but it's a pared down version because um I don't have all my cards yet. Mm. Actually, I got like forty bucks in there. <laughs> but so it's you like just keep a, a mess of things. A in mess your of things. Yeah. 
Which kind of made it a little more awkward because I'm just like taking this and I'm just putting it in Can I keep hand. this business card? Do you mind? Like that kind of thing. Um, I'm yeah. almost at uh, enough to get a free sandwich. <laughs> 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 no, what's, what's actually a silver lining? Look at this. My free sandwich stuff <laughs> was sitting on my <coughs> dresser at home. Nice. So I still got a free coffee and a free sandwich <laughs> or salad. At the Did he go through it and he was like, I don't want no free sandwich, Edward. <laughs> Edward. Yo, are you calling him Edward or N-word? No, I'm calling him Edward. He's Edward. I thought we talked about this. But that was that was it. It probably took about 30 seconds. And then he's like, get the fuck out of here. And, you know, I, I walked as fast as I could, um, trying to get to Melrose as, as quickly as I could. And it's very disconcerting because I didn't know where he was behind me. I didn't really, I don't remember um, hearing anyone running away or someone getting in a car. So I didn't know where they were. I definitely made eye contact with this guy, which was, you know, when, when I'm in the moment, I wasn't thinking about that as a thing, but I don't know. Having, knowing exactly what he looks like could be a thing. And of course, now he has my address, and so I'm, I dart as quickly as I can and then get to Melrose, and I'm walking down Melrose. He has your address because of the phone? Well, he has my driver's license. He has oh, right. all my cards. And so I just remember, you know, walking furiously down Melrose, just trying to make sense of what just happened, you know, feeling okay. so violated. And Was your heart just like beating out of your chest? Yeah, and it was it was anger at first. Was just, of course, oh, just what the fuck happened? Why fuck this? And I think probably there's an element. Tell me if I'm wrong. There's an element of like immediately going, "What could I have done in that situation?" I don't know. Like, what if I grabbed the gun from him, or you know, any of that oh, stuff? That, there I'm, is. I'm like, really glad that you didn't. No, no, of course. But yeah. I'm just saying. Afterwards, you go. Yeah. Why didn't I? stand up for myself or do something or you know which which of course you're not going to do that in the moment but i think human nature is trying to fix it or yeah like i should have done something i don't know tell no, me if there I'm was, wrong. i mean even in the moment the very like split second when there's a gun in your face like i had this instinct to like grab it it was like half of a second now obviously i didn't like um but looking back like it was and people told me like after i told the story they're like all right you know, the first 24 hours, you're just going to be in shock and it's going to hit you in the next couple of days. And sure enough, like the next couple of days, you, you play it in your head and like, what, are the, what could I have done? What should I have done? And I actually have a friend that I saw this past weekend at a wedding in the Mission District in San Francisco in one of my first shows I produced. Um, him and a friend were same situation. A couple of kids came up with gun put in their face. And my friend Travis did what no one else I know in the world would do. And we were calling it this weekend. He grabbed the gun, wrestled it out of his hand, and then <laughs> ran away and threw it in the gutter. And like now, having been through that, I'm like, how the fuck yeah. did Travis do that? But it could have gone so right. That just doesn't seem like the right thing poorly. to do in that situation. No, and his, and he's like now, obviously, that's like 14 years later. He's like that was the dumbest thing I've ever done yeah. in my entire life. But you start thinking like, well, if you know you're so powerless, if they had come, if a car had pulled up at that moment and they said, get in. You would get in, like no. A car pulls up and they say get in. You never get in. And I've heard that in the last couple. You days. just do you, don't do that. What do you do? Run, whatever it is. Just get the fuck out of there. Because if you get in the car with them, you're totally yeah. fucked. Yeah. Someone said that. They they, they were talking about with women, especially like ninety nine percent chance that you get murdered or that right. once you get in a car, once you're under somebody's control in a enclosed space, it's like the the odds of Getting out of the situation, okay, go down, diminish tremendously. Um, so if somebody pulls up in a car and says "get in," you just don't ever. 
You try to run. I mean, if you have a choice, if yeah. they don't force you. But like that, just thinking of they could have done anything, and I, I would have been fucked. And like, what a scary situation that is. Yeah. So anyway, I'm, I'm you know, bolt down to my house, not knowing are they like looking for me on Melrose? What the fuck are they doing? Yeah. Are they dangerous? You don't have a house phone, do you? I don't. So I, I, I raced home. At first, I went up to my neighbor's house, hoping that he would be there and I could use his phone. But then um, I just went in my house, grabbed my laptop. Oh. I was going to just walk because I lived three blocks from the improv. Just walk to work because, you know, it was 1130. The club was still open. But I got in my car because I didn't even want to get that, that three course. blocks. Um, pulled in. Um, got into a conversation with Eric Charles Nielsen. Ooh, <laughs> like an I, even choice. in those situations, I, I just bring that up because I don't think it's a good <laughs> idea to walk around. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> I love Eric, I do, yeah. but you know. But it's just like even that's Socrates said it was a terrible idea. It's not a calming presence no. in that sort of situation. And also very strongly opinionated. <laughs> well, I didn't. I didn't mention it. I was even that situation, like just freaking out, like I wanted to be nice to this guy, like, <laughs> like Eric, yep. I can't talk right now. I need to call nine one one. Didn't do that. I, oh. I, I, I put up with like a good minute. So what else is new with you? I was like, <laughs> he was headlining. He headlined this past Friday, so I was like, so excited for your show. So like, what's uh, You have like sweat coming yes, down your face. <laughs> but so I finally got past the Eric Charles Nielsen barrier, uh, <laughs> and so it's like. It's really funny. Such a specific, funny (laughs) person to run into in that situation. (laughs) Folks, if you're listening, and I hope you are, because (laughs) (laughs) if you're not, I don't know who I'm talking to. Uh, You should go on YouTube and watch some videos of Eric Charles Nielsen if he's if he's on there. I don't know, but he was on Conan a couple years ago. So he's a funny, funny guy, but he's so he he just has such a strong, weird presence. I don't know, Jamie. Why you would? <laughs> so go ahead. I'm sorry. So I, I went up to the office, called 911, um, and then you know, called AT and T and all of my cards and tried to cancel all the cards. What was the upshot of the 911 conversation? So they sent cops. They were there within like to the minutes, improv. To the improv. Uh huh. And I talked to them. Um, you know, they took the whole story down. When I'd called the, one of the credit cards. They did charge one credit card at In and Out, um, like twenty minutes after, which almost like you know takes made made it seem like even sillier. Like these They're fucking kids. kids, they were just yeah. kids. They wanted to go to In and Out. And if they went to In and Out, I would assume that In and Out has security cameras. Well, they got all the information. I don't know. I have, I haven't followed up with the, with the detectives, but they said that was good information to have. Mm-hmm. So they were looking into that. God knows, right? If they actually happened, paperwork. Um, the biggest surprise of the whole thing was I had my phone insured, which is like, <laughs> that's a level of responsibility like I'm not <laughs> known for. Well, I think that's very, I think that's totally normal with, with cellular phones is that you pay five ninety nine a month or something like that. But I think I was scammed into it, thank God, because uh-huh. I, I don't remember uh, right. proving that. And what's good to know is like, I so like at 1 a.m. I went to this uh, website for, uh, you know, the insurance my information's in there. Like, click two things, and it was delivered by 9 a.m. on Tuesday morning. So, like, what night? Oh, Sunday. You were Sunday. This happened, and you got it by Tuesday. Yeah, that's yeah. great. But what's fucked? <laughs> it has nothing to do with the robbery. But um, I get my new phone. I'm setting it up. They're like, "Do you want to download the new operating system?" I'm like, "Sure." Download it. And it's not compatible with my iTunes on my laptop. 
and my laptop is old and I can't update it, so now I can't sync my phone. The terrorists Assholes. have won. That's the real crime. That is the real crime. I do feel like I have tremendous difficulty at this point listening to the music I want to listen to because my laptop is so old that it doesn't play properly. I don't know how to get the music I want on a regular basis from my laptop to my phone. Like it yeah. used to be I came into my apartment, I went through my rack of a thousand CDs. <laughs> yep. And I was like, I want to listen to this album. And I put it in the CD player. You can still do that. No, you can't do that anymore because I don't have my CDs anymore. Well, I that's burned them all to my laptop. <laughs> and you should back them up. Well, certainly. The cloud. They're all in the cloud at I this like point. The cloud isn't as reliable as you'd think. Like, for some reason, so. my phone was only backed up to July. I thought just like every it time. automatically back. Yeah, so guess what? My steps. All that information August, gone, huh? September, October. Like, I'm obsessed. Gone, but so a, a, a major upshot of this whole thing was letting go, and it starts again today. Yeah, and I don't need all that stuff. And I mean, there's a lot of upshots, and like you know, I'm cycling through it in my head over and over again. Um, I mean, a big thing that keeps coming up is like you know, like you know, me being not me feeling like a human being, like for at least 20 seconds, however long they were watching me, I was not a human being to them, I was just something. A means to an end. And also thinking about, like, you know, if you guys are like me, I walk around in my head all day, every day. Not paying attention. Well, that's a whole other thing. But just, just thinking thoughts. Just you, Sean, as a human being. Like, you know, like our own neuroses and all the things we worry about and, and, and all my shame issues and all the stupid things. And I just think back to that one. I think a picture of the gun. If he, like, you know, you know just was startled Lost or just yeah. was in a bad mood or... Something pissed him off, or he got got scared. Just that, like, would have ended my life. And all those thoughts, all everything I identify with as a human being and as Jamie Flam, and would have been done right there. And you know, there's a a huge perspective that comes with that. And just like, you know, these worries are for nothing. Mm -hmm. And so the last week, I have felt more alive in a lot of ways. And like, there's no time to waste. And I do want to get a show on television the next year. And there's no reason not to start going in all these rooms and saying, fuck it, and going to the improv and saying, this is my uh, ideas, and do you want them or not want them? And anything we want, we got to do it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There is a reason to not go in and say, this is my ideas, because that's not... <laughs> yeah, you're, right. you're at a disadvantage <laughs> already, which the English is not quite right. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. This is my ideas. <laughs> uh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm very, I'm, I'm so glad you're okay. Yeah. Me too. Uh, Thanks, guys. But I will also ask you this: oh, no. Was there, <laughs> was there a moment when you thought of saying to these two guys, "Hey, do you guys want to show each other our dicks?" <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was a split second as well. <laughs> How have you been doing since? Like, yeah. are you sleeping okay? All like, because I know there yeah, is. Yeah, like. But, Almost like PTSD, yeah. you know? Like I'm sleeping. There was a squirrel that scared the fuck out of me the next day, just walking up to my house, like... With a gun. <laughs> That's so cute. And, the, <laughs> and granted, it was a very miniature, cute gun. <laughs> but uh, um, I've actually been sleeping okay. Um, yeah, just you go over it in your head a bunch, and just the annoying things of not having my cards and all that. And also, you know, I posted it on, like, the next day on Facebook, and... You know, it's the, just the ego boost of just, like, posting something. So many people saying... Because I honestly... I knew, like, you know, people would take an interest, but 
it almost like wow this was a big thing that happened yeah and a lot of phone calls and like personal emails saying like are you okay and you know that must have been traumatic but the biggest thing in the upshot and the one of the great things about social media and we can talk shit about facebook and what a waste but dozens of messages and you know a, a string of um responses saying like i live in that neighborhood i walk with headphones every night thank you for letting me know yeah. so it, it has an actual impact and mm-hmm. i think and i think about vanessa who lives there with her husband and her baby a newborn and that happened around the corner from her house and now she can be much more cautious. And, and like, thank goodness you walked her home. Yeah, she would have been uh, alone. I like, I don't know how, what butterfly effect would happen, but. Also, I forgot about one other detail. <laughs> I, really? <laughs> I, I think as far as stories and details go, I got a lot. In this yeah, one. that was a good yeah. one. But, um, that was the best one you've ever done. Mm-hmm. Thanks. <laughs> But there was a song. <laughs> like legitimately, like <laughs> I am happy. Like one of the tropes of the show is like I, I can't tell a story. In the show. Thank God that guy robbed you at gunpoint, so you finally had something to talk about. Shit, goddamn story out of you. <laughs> Did it even really happen? But I listen to I listen to my music, and it's always on shuffle. So like a thousand genres and artists and songs. But of all the songs, I happen to have John Daly. Recorded a song. It was a Red Hot Chili Peppers oh, parody. Bingabong Burbank. It was called Abracadabra California. And that happened to be on. So I just have this so very it's like vivid so memory surreal. of that song. Like, And I was actually thinking, because um, John Daly and Brett Gelman and Cyrus, who produced that song, they came to the, the second Van Jam show we produced at the Improv. And that was my what I was thinking about. Because I remember, um, you know, just it sparked this memory of me and Vanessa coming out at the top of that show. And we came out with this stuffed frog, this stupid stuffed frog. We didn't have anything planned. It was a terrible. Sounds terrible. like a great show. The show was great, <laughs> but just this first five minutes, and like we're like, we'll just go on with the frog, and we'll have some fun. And I sang, and I was out of tune, and it just wasn't. It was like just not a strong opening. What did you do with the frog? What do you mean? Like. What do you mean? What? Did, <laughs> why? Why would I? Why? How? How am I supposed to know what I did with the frog? I don't know. I came out and was like, hey, I was having fun with the frog. I don't know. Probably uh. just that. <laughs> Classic flam. But I mean, it was like well produced. There was a seven-piece soul band behind us, but we didn't maximize it. And it was a shitty like song with the frog, and I remember like looking at Was this at a Tiki Tugboat show? No. This was a Van Jam. It was pre-Tiki Tugboat. Oh, it was pre-Tiki. But that was, that was exactly what was in my head. It was like, ugh, like cringing in my head about something in the past because like, ugh. And they were there watching it, and then there's a gun in my face. But you're okay. Scary. But I'm okay. Um, it was a crazy week. My steps are at an all-time low this last week, and I'm okay with it. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to change my routine a little bit. I'm going to get most of my steps in in the morning. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Still need to get those steps. By the way, it's quality and not quantity that's yes. important, right? Get some good exercise, mm-hmm. and you can cut back on walking steps. all over the goddamn place. That's right? true. Um, I found out because your mom posted it on. Oh, Facebook. that was a weird thing too. Like my, my mom posted on Facebook like well, that and, morning. And I think that's like a super mom thing to do, but it was like a little dramatic. Where it was like, Jamie can't respond to your um, phone calls because he was robbed at gunpoint, like exclamation point. But he's okay. Like it was Ellipsis. just worded in a very like incendiary way. That well, just bums me out because I'm not friends with friends her? with Jamie's mom. Oh, you should be Facebook. She's. Um, she's she is a comic. That just clearly <laughs> that clearly makes me feel like she doesn't want to be friends with me because how else would that have happened? Mm, you should friend her. I'm friends she's with you, I'm friends with Amber's dad. How's that going? Oh, he's all over me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> he's 
He's very somebody, accurate. Somebody posted a picture of me the other day, <clears throat> and he commented on the picture, and he was like, Rasputin, I'm telling you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Rich, take it easy. Uh, all right, well, this feels like a good place to take a break, so yeah. let's do that, and we will be back in a moment with a segment on the show that we like to call Parting is Shots. Sorry, Jamie. That I said shots. That, actually, now there's the PTSD is coming in big, big time. <laughs> oh God, beat <laughs> <of> sweat. <laughs> there it is. I would have been in tears almost immediately. I would have been drunk and in tears. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And jacking s- off. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done that in seven years. Wow. You must, Mr. Pickles, makes sense. <laughs> We are back. You're listening to The Long Shot. It is a podcast. Dave Holmes is here. Dave, before we get into parting shots, can people find you on Twitter, they sure or can at Dave Holmes. <laughs> at Dave Holmes, yeah. Um, I know you're also on Instagram because I follow I am. you. Yeah, I don't. I'm not. I can't say I'm real active on Instagram. But I always enjoy your photos. They're usually it's, of weddings. Yeah, I. It's nothing but weddings <laughs> this year. Tons and tons of weddings. I haven't been to any weddings this year. I'm oh, actually God, kind of upset about it. But that's because you went to like 90 I last know. year. All of yeah. my friends who will get married already have. I yeah. have to wait for their second. Marriage. Comes in waves. This last one last weekend. Uh, it was the bass player that has played on all of Ben's, my boyfriend's records. Um, he's this sick musician, and he, and he plays uh, in a bunch of bands. And he's done, like, he was like with Miley Cyrus and, and oh. Demi Lovato, and like he kind of he's in that sort of Disney corridor of like you know playing with the young starlets yeah. and whatever. And his now wife is one of the is one of her backup dancers. And that's he's like a backup dancer who does yes. Uh, she has passed, as I'm sure you know. Um, but yeah, anyway, so so like <laughs> the, the wedding <laughs> was literally full of choreographers and professional dancers. Oh. It was the greatest. Oh, awesome. You should have been there, Amber. I oh, really it was the best wedding have. dance floor yeah. I've yeah. ever been a part of ever uh, in my life. What anyway. um, what band is your boyfriend in? Uh, he he play he does solo stuff. He was in a band called the Mighty Regis for a while. It was like a Celtic punk band. Wow. And he plays with uh, a folk trio called Tiny Goliath, and he also does solo. Lots of stuff. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we we're at a point in the show that we like to call parting shots. Uh-huh. So let's start today with Amber. Nice. Um, I actually have something <clears throat> ready to go. Good. Um, so I am bad about stretching. I I um. Who isn't? I don't know. That's a great question. But I'm good with stretching. Oh, well, there you I'm, go. Yeah. I'm, I've been doing <laughs> a lot of yoga. Pick your brain and figure that out. But yeah. um, well, stretch. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> all the advice I can give you. Yeah. Now, moving Stretch on. more. Yeah, launch in. <laughs> no, but because um, I have been running, and it's just, like, I, I stretch a very minimal amount. I don't know. How, like, I just get bored. Yeah. yeah. Um, And I take <laughs> dance classes, and I think I I love dancing, so that's also good. But I also, it, like, forces me. It's It, like, tricks me into a deep, good stretch. Mm-hmm. So I really like that. But So I've been trying to trick myself into stretching in different ways with not just taking $15 dance classes because I can't afford them all the time. Um, So I had my eye on this New York City ballet workout for a long, long time. 
because it's like, oh, if I do this stupid workout, I'll be a ballerina. I understand this is marketing and it is not true. It is still how, like, it still works. And um, that's why marketing exists. Yes. Because yeah. it works. Yes. And um, I, I remember I originally didn't buy it years if you, ago. If when you I drink saw it. light beer, you will get fucked by hot women. And you'll be an athlete. Yes. Yes. Um, I didn't buy it years ago because I was disappointed. Like reading the description, it was mostly just stretches. It wasn't actually an active workout, and I was looking for something to be my workout. Anyway, point is, I forgot about it. I saw it in Amoeba for $9, and I was like, I need to stretch. This is perfect. I need a workout that is just stretching. So I purchased it. It does not play on my laptop. And it does not play on the DVD player oh. downstairs. Is it region coded or something? I don't know. I think so. So I'm is it just a scam? Like it's just <laughs> blank? No, I know we have really shitty DVD players at my house that don't read what certain. I don't know about top. It should play on your laptop. Yeah, I don't Sounds know. Sounds like they I want you to s- stretch your hair out of your head. What? <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Flam, everybody, he's back. <laughs> so I'll figure something out, but it's uh, it's a, it's frustrating because I like I feel like I yes I tricked myself and then I still have to figure out a way to get that into my life. Wow. It just reminded me when you were talking about having a hard time listening to music. Yeah, it like, frustrates the shit out of me. Yeah, it makes me crazy. I'm like, I, I want to be able to do what I want to do when but I want to do it. Here's the thing. I get that. Um, do you have Spotify? Yes, I don't understand it though. It's pretty it, easy, but th- but then also like if you're on an airplane or something, right. you can't get it. Right. And then sometimes it's like your phone says you have it, but it, there's the little cloud thing next to it, so it's like I have it, but, but I haven't put it on there. my phone, yeah. Oh, yeah. and I need to connect. Yeah, to something that to I don't get understand it. Like, either. I fucking like, bought it. I want these it. Little symbols. But what yeah. I was like, if there's a certain <laughs> song I want to listen to, uh-huh. even if I own it, a lot of times at work I'll just put it on on YouTube because uh-huh. it's yeah. it's like easier. Right. That's all. I'm just trying to help. I appreciate that. Uh, okay, so here's my here's my parting shot. This has happened to me twice in the last two days. Oh, no. Um, I have a bar that I go to frequently. Which one? Oh, you don't want to say. No, I don't want to say. Uh, but it's right by where I work <laughs> at a lot. Uh-huh. You can figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> And, you know, I, I enjoy going to the same place regularly because sure. I know all the bartenders there. I know a lot of the regulars that are there. And it's like, even if I'm not with anybody, I can go in there and have a conversation and love that. But the problem is it's right by where I perform frequently. Right. So I guess what I'm saying is twice in the past two days, I've had conversations with people. Like I had a guy, two guys walked in. To a bar. <laughs> one was a rabbi, one was a priest. No, uh, no. these two guys came in. I saw them come in, and they were both taller than I was at that time. I still am that tall. But what is happening? <laughs> so these two guys came in, and I was like, oh, it'd be funny. Two tall guys walk Yeah, in. it'd be funny for me to get a picture with these two guys, because I always take pictures for Which- this show, and it's like me and a bunch of midgets, you right. know? Um, so oh, for like the long shot? No, no, just in general. Like, just... I know midget. You're, well, comparatively. You're, you're a tiny are. person compared yeah. to me. Um, so I thought it'd be funny. So so then I was talking to them. Uh, you know, they, they sat right behind me, and I was, like, just talking to them, and turned out one of them was taking classes at, at the theater I work at, and <laughs> that I don't want to... 
like a Randy situation all over again. Right. <laughs> at UCB. The guy's taking classes at UCB. <laughs> And, uh, Dancing around it. And finally, our conversation draws to a natural end. And and I say, and one of the guys says, my name is John. The other guy says, my name is Jay. And I say, my name is Sean. And the guy goes, I'm going to pretend I didn't know that, Sean Conroy. And it's like, that just made me feel weird. It's nice, Sean. And then yesterday, I was at the bar with my brother. And these two girls were sitting next to him. And he went out to smoke because he's a smoker. And this girl was like, I like your fingernails because I have my nails painted right now, listeners. And then she was talking about my ring and blah, this whole fucking thing. (laughs) My brother comes back in. He and I are hanging out the whole night. The girls are leaving. And one of them comes over to me and goes, the girl who was talking to me the whole time comes over to me and goes, I just want to tell you, I know who you are. And I think you're so funny. And see you later. And I was like, why the? It just bugs me that you wouldn't. Amber's Amber's making faces at me like you're a jerk for thinking this is a weird thing to do. But I just think it's weird that you would have a long conversation with somebody without telling them that you know who they are. What is that? What is. Yeah. I mean, I think. It's almost like they're trying to trick me or something. Right. I mean, they are paying you a compliment, but it also, like, it makes you retroactively doubt the conversation. Right. It's like it wasn't a real conversation. They were trying to be, I mean, not to defend them all together. Those fucking assholes. But, like, I'm sure they were big fans, and they were nervous, and they were just trying to be normal, and, like, trying, because people also complain about just, like, fans bothering them all the time. Like, we know that. Bother me. If you're a fan, (laughs) bother me, please. So they're just trying to play it cool, and then they mustered up enough courage to actually say that they already knew who you were because they yeah. were they were playing a little game of yeah I just think that's kind there's of a great. casual way to do that at the top yeah, yeah. rather than yeah. at the bottom and make you because i'm still just a human being oh right. I'm, I'm glad that you're okay with them acknowledging you i thought you were upset with them acknowledging you at all and no, I was no 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 I, no i'm not okay. please i'm i'm fucking awesome you know <laughs> please acknowledge me I'm sure, I'm sure. But, but I just, <laughs> it, it makes me then go, what did we talk about? Oh, How did yeah. I present myself? Are they going to blog about this? <laughs> yeah. Are they trying to like get on a team right, or something? Right, right. Do they want something Why are they you? talking to me? If, yeah. You know, is no, it, it's not like a oh, lowly you know, person no, no, or whatever. No, 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 it just no. sort of you never, wonder what their motivations are. Or I would whatever. never feel that way. Um, all right, Dave, parting yes. shots. Parting shot. Um, did we even tell you what it is? He gets okay. it. Okay. What? He gets a it. parting right. shot. Like some. Uh, yeah, I think okay. I. Yeah, okay. I think I sort of get it. Um, <laughs> what if he just repeated exactly what I yeah. just said? No, he doesn't get it, actually. <laughs> you just talk about how people don't acknowledge who you are until they're about to walk away, right? That's yeah. parting shots. Yeah, we complain about our level of fame. Um, no, I, when, uh, Jamie, when you were talking about uh, getting mugged, I've never been mugged, but you, you talked about there at In N Out, there being. Um, security cameras so in some way they must be able to like at least get a picture of these people who held you up okay uh this goes back maybe five six years i um i got a message from the uh from chase who i had my car loan through saying like you're late in your payment this month and i was like i don't think i am because i remember sending a check in and i went on citibank and i looked and the ca- the check had been cashed and i was like no i'm looking at it right here it has been it has been cashed and they said no it really has not we haven't received it so i was like all right that's strange so i so i call the bank and i get like a they send me a printout mm-hmm. of the check that has been cashed somebody went into my mailbox took out my car payment opened it crossed out chase automotive 
wrote their own name in over the top of it and went to Wells Fargo and cashed it. And they cashed it. Cashed it. And in the little memo thing, they put electronics, which what the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> but they put their own name, like a line through Chase Auto- Automotive. And, and then nobody on top was of it, like, this their seems own strange. Name. Yeah. We went to a fucking great teller. Great job, bank teller. Well, great fucking job, bank teller. And also, teller, that was I, a real name. By Pardon the me? way, I was, was real a, name. It was also their real name. It also like <laughs> I mean they would have to they would, it would have to be right, you can't just come in with something. Like you have to I, you have to show whatever. ID, yeah. yeah. But it, I also had the exact time that that it happened and whatever and the exact and branch the and the exact window yeah. and the whole thing and I was like I know that there's a camera there. I know that right. there's a, I was fucking Harriet the Spy. I was like I'm I was and it was the Wells Fargo down classic, on Ventura. A classic Harriet the Spy reference. <laughs> oh yeah. I and we I, love I, I was deter I was deter like there was nothing I could do unfortunately, but they did like the police have all the info. I got my money back. But I didn't even know you could do that. Like you get so A pay online or put your if you're sending somebody a check put it in a big blue mailbox that nobody can get in but also i guess if you let's all move to an island and not deal with any fuckers in the world it's also so weird that somebody would just be like oh but i guess that's true like if you write a check and you make a mistake and you cross it out all you have to do is initial it and then it's but i didn't initial it no no no, but i'm saying like he could have initialed it but he didn't or she just his own no it was like i forget it was whatever I, i remember the name i'm not gonna say the name um, but he literally, like, he just wrote his own name. It, like, and it's not like I was like, this is for, uh, for my car payment. Wait, no, it's not. It's, it's for, for my friend person. Miguel for right. electronics. <laughs> <laughs> I better write that in, in I'm totally different handwriting. Have, I only have a certain number of checks. I don't want to run out. Exactly. I'm always Paper's accidentally valuable. making car payments when I don't <clears> mean <throat> to be. Oh, whoops. <laughs> those electronics that are exactly the same as my car payment every month. Uh, all right, let's go next to Amber. Wait, we already went to me. Oh, yeah. Jamie! <laughs> you have to help me stretch. <laughs> um, Parting well, shots, Jamie. I went to a wedding this weekend up in Napa. That sounds oh, nice. Fun. Lovely yeah. place to be. But um, I, went there, I got there on Friday. I haven't been drinking, so I'm like six or seven weeks. I had one or two drinks a few weeks ago. Friday night. Wait, hold on. You haven't been drinking or you have been drinking? <laughs> how, how do, why was it confusing? Because you said I haven't been drinking for Except six or seven for the time weeks. That I, was drinking. I had a few one, drinks last, a couple of weeks ago. One night in the last... I have been not been eating drinking. except at dinner and lunch and breakfast. <laughs> no, I, I drank one I night. I haven't been jerking off except when I masturbate. <laughs> well, the, to be fair, there are two different things. <laughs> one's a state of mind. Um, which one's which? <laughs> Please don't elaborate. <laughs> okay, okay. But um, so Friday night, met up with all my old friends in Oakland, and um, so I was like, ah, I'm gonna, I'll drink one night this weekend. I'm gonna see my <laughs> old friends. <laughs> but um, you know, had five five uh, whiskeys or, or rye, like uh, it was like called the Sazerac rye on the rocks. It's a whiskey. That's already well more than enough. But the bar closes at two. We shut it down, and then I should be done. I have to, a wedding to go to in Napa the next day. But um, some end up at someone's house. Two like full glasses of absinthe. Ooh, that's like I'm already like that's in w- terrible territory. Yeah, that's too much for anybody. And just well, you're a guy who goes hard, Jamie. When I, you I always hard go hard. hard. You yeah. don't. You don't like to um, <laughs> play hard. Live it all no middle in that moderation yeah, area. Yeah. But um, woke up obviously hungover, and you know I've had a few hangovers in my life, and um, getting nauseous, you know, it's a telltale sign. Mm-hmm. But I usually do not throw up. Oh, I, know where, I know where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> I, bet, I bet you did. <laughs> I usually do not throw up. 
Let alone usually. But um, when you're on the 80 north towards Napa, in your best wedding clothes, yeah, and all you got is that plastic bag that you were spitting sunflower seeds into on the way up from LA. Anyway, I puked. <laughs> <laughs> I puked on myself in my car. Did <laughs> you get it home. on yourself? Uh, I mean, a little a bit. Tad. Nobody noticed. Nobody noticed. Although I did show up and point it out to a couple of people. But I got they got there an hour early. <laughs> That's good. I'm just gonna be honest. I'm so happy for you guys. And also I, I vomited on, on myself on the way here. This here is barf. <laughs> but you know, have you ever been so hungover? I mean, I was so miserable. So miserable. Like an hour early I, I pulled into this parking lot and just sat in the <clears> passenger <throat> seat, just hunched over, like, please go away. This is just miserable. I wanted to puke again because I clearly hadn't gotten it all out. Um, but then finally, when I got to the wedding, I reached that point where like it passed. Oh, nice! But the, the sheer joy, like there's a, this joy of like that. Whatever I was going through is done. I feel okay again. Life is okay again. And then another fun fact about the wedding: like five oh, minutes after the fun? ceremony, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> fun fact number one: I vomited on myself <laughs> on the way there. Fun fact number two: when I shit in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> fun fact number two. Um, <laughs> like, no pun intended. Five minutes after the ceremony, they're setting out like some appetizers, some cheese plates, and there's a absinthe. There's no absinthe. There's a man in his like probably late fifties, early sixties. He's you know the first one with with a a plate to start putting some cheese and and you know we're just kind of all kind of standing around, full on seizure. Oh, oh God! God oh, wow. Like I've never seen that, but like just like. Like a stereotypical seizure with like foam coming out of the mouth. Why is that stereotypical? I hate, I hate one of those stereotypes. Prototypical? Yeah. Let's well, not stereotype seizures. <laughs> You're right. A seizure is a fucking seizure. Well, I'm sure there's actually a, a You meant like textbook. Textbook seizure. But do you ever see the the um episode? <laughs> is it my pronunciation of seizure? Caesar. Caesar. <laughs> a guy a guy Edward. in line for food had a Caesar salad. <laughs> Um, there's an episode a of stereotypical Caesar, a two brute. <laughs> Do you ever see a little on the nose? <laughs> <laughs> a different strokes episode where uh, the boys befriend a, a mime at the park. How do they do that? <laughs> <laughs> what it, I think that they were they, the mime was o- o- able to talk after their show. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's very nice to meet you, boys. So glad uh, that we are friends now. See, you're stereotyping mimes. It was a woman. (laughs) It was a woman mime. How am I stereotyping? (laughs) I couldn't have been a woman. He had a French accent. He couldn't be a woman. There's no women in France. (laughs) But um, Arnold and Willis uh, befriend the lady What you talking about, mime? Why are you talking about, mime? What you're not talking about, mime? (laughs) (laughs) So, but um, this mime has epilepsy. And this was the very special episode of Different Strokes where they had to educate the world it's on epilepsy. They chose a mime to be the... But she had a, a seizure with the foam in the mouth and the, obviously Arnold and Willis are... I like how you turn into an old <laughs> Jewish grandmother. She had a seizure with the foam in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> like, and, uh, not even foam in her mouth, just the foam in the mouth. <laughs> but uh, Arnold she and Willis... She had the foam uh, in the mouth and the shaking in the limbs... <laughs> And needless to say, they're the rolling uh, back in the eyes. Yes, yes. <laughs> Textbook. <laughs> um, the boys are, don't know what to do, but they become friends. And 
They learn a valuable lesson about uh, epilepsy. What did they the audience learn? learns a valuable uh, What was lesson? the lesson? Oh, maybe not a lesson, but an uh, education. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? You, you just started to throw up. <laughs> no, it was the almonds from earlier. You were about to vomit while you were trying to talk to Amber. I wanted to know the lesson, but... I told I'm... you guys about when I was starting a show at a theater that I work at that I don't want to say the <laughs> name of. It's the one right next to Birds? <laughs> <laughs> the one right next to Birds, oh, okay. which is a bar I've been to okay. once or twice. Okay. Uh, but so, so, so I came out to start the show, and somebody had a stereotypical oh. seizure. <laughs> and you're like, "Come on, yeah. you're, you're really." No, it was really it was a scary moment yeah. because it was just somebody in the audience, seizures and sometimes you have weird people in the audience that fake seizures. No, no, but I'm just saying, like, I don't know. There's people who have cerebral palsy and they make noises, and mm-hmm. right. you don't want to be like, "What are you doing?" What the fuck you know? Yeah. Um, so I kind of just ignored it at first. Somebody was just going, uh, and I was like, oh, we have somebody here with a disability. And it turned out it was somebody having a seizure. And the worst part about it was that it was somebody having a seizure while they were on a first date with somebody. Oof. So there was, LA, right? a, there was a guy there who was there with this woman who didn't know anything right. about her. And the whole audience was getting angry at him because people were saying, like, well, you know, does she need well, do, yeah, well, does she yeah. take medication? What do we, and he was like, I, I, I don't know. I'm on, you she know, she long walks on the beach. Candlelight <laughs> <laughs> pina, pina coladas. <laughs> if uh, I can't handle her at her worst, I don't deserve her at her best. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah it was like this weird scary thing and i had to like evacuate half the audience so that the emts could come in and then as they were taking her out a guy sitting behind her started to have a seizure wow and, or like he, he i don't know if he was having a seizure but he started to like moan and and get all upset and woozy and two guys like took him and were walking him down the stairs at this theater that i sometimes work at <laughs> next to birds <laughs> so i was standing on stage and as they were walking by the stage he basically pitched forward and would have like hit his face on the floor of the stage if i hadn't caught him and it turned out he was just like Drunk? Have, no, he was having the vapors, basically, from how stressful it was yeah. to watch somebody else Whoa. have an epileptic fit. Um, so it was a fun, it was a fun night. But once that guy started, because after the epileptic seizure, we were like, I was like, okay, we're gonna do the show anyway. Like yeah. this person is gone; she, she, she's fine now, and she's left, so we're gonna do the show anyway. But then, as soon as the second guy started having a incident i was like all yeah, right no, the show sorry cursed. folks yeah. we're yeah. done yeah. you know goodbye you've had your fun yeah <laughs> so um, what happened with your guy oh well it was crazy because it was the second time i called 911 this week never thought i'd need 911 on speed dial uh, um, I, <laughs> by the way is it that much faster to call them on speed dial than yeah it is? it's just three numbers <laughs> no yeah. it's a number that's um, the whole point of it is just to make it really easy. And I was fast. kind of like bummed because when I, when I finally talked to someone they're like i was like uh, call 911 you want to have some fun? <laughs> but they were like, oh, is this? I started saying the address. I'm like, oh, we got that. Someone already called it in. So I felt like I, you know, wasn't the hero. <laughs> <laughs> well, you weren't. You weren't. No. I don't know that anybody calling 911 <laughs> has ever been the hero, really, of any story. You feel like yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You probably feel like one. No, but. Uh, to someone. It, but I thought it would have put a pall on the, on the whole day, but. It, 
You people. can't let that put a pall on anything. But I don't even know if they're like the husband and wife. You just roll him it. under the table and mm-hmm. make sure he doesn't bite his tongue off. Really? But yeah, to watch that, it's pretty scary. Yeah. Anyway, the wedding was beautiful. Great. Barnyard. Mm. It was Classic. in a barn. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, 911. Somebody is having an epileptic seizure, and also, I have a tiny bit of vomit on my shirt. Uh, Side note, this gentleman is not a mime. (laughs) I don't know if that helps. You remember the very special episode of Different Strokes. Don't get this mixed up with that. By the way, you have to be the most dedicated mime to, like, try to keep, to not say anything while you're having a seizure. Okay. Um, You get it. He's in an earthquake. (laughs) <laughs> oh. <laughs> or she. she I think of um, him as a man okay. Mimes are men Dave Mimes are Yeah um, If you could mm-hmm. Using your life experience oh. Distill down one nugget There it is Of truth Of advice that you would impart to us Here at this table Or the people listening uh-huh. What might that be? <laughs> uh, I would say uh, To all of you Something just popped <laughs> I don't know what that was. I think Corey's having an epileptic seizure. Okay. Or he did the thing where he blows up a, a, a brown <laughs> paper bag and pops it like a balloon. Uh, I would say um, let's all make an effort to be aware of our surroundings. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Let's, uh, when we meet somebody new at a fancy affair, let's think, like, who, who is this? What kind of impression do I want to leave? Right. When, when we're in, we're in a, a bar near a, a comedy theater and people start a conversation Birds with us. Birds by UCB? Birds right by UCB. Yeah. <laughs> Let's think for a moment about like who are these people? Why do, do they, they do they assume a familiarity that's not there? Should we get this out in the open before we go any further? So you and think I should take be like, fucking, Do you guys hey, know who I am? Do yeah. you know who the fuck yeah, right I away. Am? <laughs> Obviously, I'm Sean. Sean Conroy. You know that you're fans. Um, you may kiss my hand. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. No, I don't think you need to do it, but you know, just know that that might that might happen. You uh-huh. know, you might get approached by fans right, like twenty right. feet away from where you where you Certainly perform that's... to great acclaim. The way you say it makes it sound very logical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you know, for this you, uh, no more walking with headphones at night. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or uh, pepper spray. Mm. Although, yeah, I think if I pepper sprayed him, I would have been shot in the head. Oh. Or not. Maybe not. You never know. I bet there's no bullets. Life alert. Life alert. Uh, all right. Well, Dave Holmes, thank you so much for being here. Oh my God, what a pleasure. This, this is, is super fun. Really fun. So fun. Yeah. Uh, Really? Also, fun. thank you guys. Did you go to Easy Street parties oh, all the time? This is the chattiest <laughs> all the time. episode you've ever had, Sean. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sure. Absolutely. Easy um, Street was the street that all the dorms were on on uh-huh. the hill. Yeah. And we always had a night at the beginning of the uh, of the mm-hmm. year called Easy Street Night. Yeah. Where everybody would go out and drink on the street, and that was totally illegal. Yeah. I always prided myself at being the last person out on Easy Street. Nice. Yeah. Those are good times. In fact, at my reunion, we partied on Easy Street. Oh, did you? I went. I went to the uh, the five year reunion people's party in Milady. <laughs> yes. They took that shit over. I've the twenty year did not. I feel have like as such a people. loser when I do that. But I'm like, oh, everybody else has gone to bed. But yeah. can I hang out with you guys? Yeah, I feel yeah. like a winner when we do that. <laughs> I love it. I'm your future. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, this is long shot. We'll see you next time. Bye bye. For past and future episodes of The Longshot Podcast, join us online at thelongshotpodcast.com.